Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, morning Manaites. God bless you. Welcome to a brand new day that the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Certainly, I am happy to be a child of God. Certainly, I'm happy to be a part of a new day, part of God's creation, and with the ability, capability to fulfill God's plan. For this day, I am part of God's plan for this day and the things that He has planned. To take place in this day, you and I are part of that plan. So consider yourself privileged <laughs> to be able to take part in the orchestrating of each and every day that the Lord hath made because he made it with you in mind. So I pray that you already have acknowledged the creator, the maker of the heavens and the earth, the one who designed you. The Bible says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And that you are. You are really fearfully and wonderful, wonderfully made, which means our creator, he was intricate in his design and how he designed us. He was careful. He was thoughtful when he designed all parts of our being. And for that, we give him thanks. We give him praise and we bless his name. So I pray that you already have spoken to him, acknowledge and say, thank you, Lord, for raising me up at a time such as this. And after that, you speak to yourself. Make sure you speak a word of affirmation over yourself and over your world and command things to come into existence and things that are in existence to line up with divine order. But you know, God has a plan for your life. He says his plan is to prosper you and not to harm you. And if you can plan your day with that in mind, that's all God's plan for you. You come in alignment with God's plan for you. God watches over his word to perform it. So your day is going to be beautiful if you have learned to speak what God already has said about you. Stop thinking, don't ever think negative things or people have said or people's plans for you. No, you focus on God's plans for you because his plan will be established in your life. And as we talk about the plans for our lives, I want to ask you all the question, what drives you? What is your passion for the day? What gets you going each and every day? All of us have something to drive us. And if nothing drives us, then we lay around, we mope around, and we don't accomplish much. But folks who are driven, they are the ones who accomplish a great deal in the earth realm. Many people sit around reminiscent about the past, thinking and, and not really thinking or planning for their future. Just, you know, a lot of people just, just dwell on past success and no, no plans for the future. But let me say your past is your past. And you have to pass its past, rather, and unless it's something that you learn from to use to drive you into your future, then you are wasting time sitting around thinking about how good the past was, okay? Now, I want us to realize that where we are going is far more important 
than where we came from. Okay, where we came from is important because it gives us it's, it's lessons learned and that lessons learned that we can use to refine our future. So let me say it again. Lessons from our past is nothing but refinements and things that we use for our future. Success and failure is simply used to refine our tomorrow. Amen. But we got to ask ourselves the question, is it something in our past that drives us, something in our present that drives us, or is it some plan for the future that we want to accomplish? And that is causing us to wake up every morning with the necessary energy. And if we don't have the energy, we ask God, Lord, I need energy today because of such and such. I want to do this. I want to accomplish this. But there must be something that drives you each and every day. And drive is so important. And I ask the question, so your drive is the thing that motivates your day. Okay, so when we're talking about drive, we're talking about, we're not talking about driving a car and those kind of things. But we are talking about the personal motivation and determination. Right? What is it? What is that inner thing? What is that inner desire that compels you to take action and work towards a goal, or work towards a particular thing? We all have, or we all should have personal drive. Unless, of course, we are lazy people. Lazy people are not driven people. <laughs> driven people are active people. You know, they say it's busy people that get stuff done. It certainly is. Busy people are usually driven people. That means they find something to do. There's always something to do. They have a goal in mind. They wake up in the morning. They're thinking about what they're going to accomplish for the day. Amen. And they receive energy and determination from that thing that is driving them. Usually people who are driven are goal-oriented goal people. These are the people who set goals and achieve goals. If you don't set goal, if you don't plan for your future, if you don't plan to succeed, you actually plan to fail. Let me say it again. If you don't plan to succeed, you actually plan to fail. You must have a goal. You must have something to push you to get, there must be something in your life to motivate you. Even if you work at the same thing every day, you must do something, find something on your job to motivate you. I know sometimes you can get burnt out. Why do you get burnt out? Because you lack motivation. You get burnt out because what you're doing no longer stimulates you. And because you're no longer stimulated, then you get burnt out. It becomes overwhelming. And it's not something fun to do anymore. So you must make sure you have something inside of you. You got to have a goal. You got to say, well, I'm going to do this today along with what I have to do. I want to add this to it because I want to make what I'm doing exciting. I want to wake up and be excited to go do what I am doing for my success. You know, drive also includes overcoming obstacles. If we're driven people, we know that we're going to encounter obstacles or setbacks, amen? But a driven person has determined to persevere, adapt, find solutions. <laughs> yeah, we got to learn to adapt. Driven people always adapt, right? 
you find yourself in the situation, you change course, you adapt to the situation. Why? Because you refuse to be left behind. You refuse to be overwhelmed or overcome by any situation. You learn to adapt. You learn to make the necessary changes. You know, a lot of us are using the same process over and over again, and it's not working for us, but we persist on the path because we have made up in our mind that it's going to work. Well, unless you change the process, you're going to have the same outcome, okay? The outcome tells you if the process is perfect, okay? So if you, if you have a particular outcome and the process that you put in place is not creating the outcome that you are expecting or the outcome that you have desired, you must Make some changes to your process. Stop doing the same thing over and over again. That is bringing the incorrect result. One minus one always going to equal zero. One plus one is always going to equal two. So you've got to put something else in there if you want to make it three. You got to put two plus one to equals three if three is your desired outcome. So it's important that when we are pushing ahead, that when we are dry, when we've been driven, we must also consider our processes. The next thing about driven people is that they are people of passion. They are enthusiastic, you know, people who always, uh, they're the, the, the can-do people. You know, in the military, we had this thing called a can-do attitude. And our commanders expected us, no matter what it is, that we have a can-do attitude, that it can be done. And that's why soldiers will race up the side of mountains, guns firing, trying to dodge bullets that's been fired at you. Why? Because they have a can-do attitude. We could take this mountain at all costs. Why? There's a passion. There's enthusiasm. You know, sometimes it's other people that injects enthusiasms and passions inside of you. When you have your brothers and your sisters moving ahead and pushing ahead, it drives you to do the same thing. That's why it's kind of important for you to be around people who have the same mindset. People want to, people who are driven. If you are spending your time with people who are doing nothing, people don't have drive you will tend to become like them. So you want to make sure that you're around people who are driven. People who are going to be people who are movers and shakers. People who are not afraid to step out on faith. And people are willing to put their lives on the line to bring about a certain outcome. People are just willing to do whatever it takes to do good and to bring about a certain level of outcome. Amen. And a person that is driven is also a person who possess self-discipline. Okay. It's the ability to stay focused. Yeah, that's, that's discipline. It takes discipline to achieve great things in life. It really does. And if, and if you're going to be driven, you have to have self-discipline. You cannot, if you're not disciplined, it's hard to stay on course. It's hard to stay on task, especially when the tasks are somewhat difficult. 
Some things are very difficult and it takes discipline to achieve your goals. It takes discipline. If you're going to lose weight, it takes discipline. If you're going to get yourself in shape, it takes discipline. Yeah. If you're going to gain more education, you want to go back to school, all those things takes discipline, right? You want to increase your income, it takes discipline. You must set out on a course, plan for your course, and stay to the course no matter how tough it gets. Because in order for us to achieve anything good, it's going to take some effort. Driven people are willing to put out the effort that is necessary to get the job done. Let me say that again. Driven people are willing to put forth the effort to get the job done. Willing, driven people are never looking at, um, uh, oh, this is too hard. This is, oh my God, I got, no, driven people don't look at it like that. Driven people look at a, at a challenge as an opportunity. <laughs> an opportunity to prove your character, to prove who you are. So challenges really come to prove you. Are you a driven person or you're not a driven person? Are you a lazy person or you are a go-getter, a to-doer? Do you have a list that you work on? Do you have a plan pushing forward? Do you see uh, your limitations and now plan to work on it? Work on those limitations. It's a shame to, to, to recognize a limitation in your life and you have the ability, the capability and resources to make the change and you do nothing with it. So. Whenever you recognize a weakness, whenever you recognize a limitation in your life, if you have the ability, you have the capability and resource to make it to, to make a change, then do it. Make a change. Your quality of life is absolutely determined by you. I've always said we can't, we cannot control our length of life, but we certainly can control our quality of life. So you could be the best you. Or you could be the worst of you. <laughs> it's your choice. What do you choose? You're going to be, you going to uh, decide to drive or you rather just be a, a passenger, right? And so there's a difference. And so you and I must become people who are driven. Stop sitting by the dock of the bay watching the tide roll away. You're not called to do that. No, you're called to be initiator. You're called to be instigator. Why? Because there is a plan for your life. Amen. The Bible says a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty comes. Listen, when God says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he has plans for you, plans to prosper, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's not a plan that just takes no effort. In order to, for a plan to be achieved, there must be effort. <laughs> yeah, there has to be. Your success doesn't just fall into your lap. It takes effort. It takes, it, it takes drive. We must be motivated. We must be driven to do the things that we have put our hands to do. If God has a plan for you, that means God is driven to bring forth his plan for your life. 
And when we come in agreement with God, when we line ourselves up with what God says about us, now we have an energy within us to push us forward, to do the things, and to bring about the success that God has for us. In Colossians 3 and 23, this is what the Bible says. Whatever may be your task, work at it heartily from the soul as something done for the Lord and not for men. You see that? So the Bible says that we should be driven people. Whatever may be our task, we must work at it heartily. Give it your best. Move at it. Do it. Energize. If you don't have energy, ask God to give you the energy. And you know, one of the things I've learned is that once we start working, for some reason, energy all of a sudden materialize. When we just feel we wake up, we feel blase, we don't feel like doing nothing. But once we start doing something, it seems as though the energy was there all the time. <laughs> yeah. And so when in order to be successful, many of us are not successful because we just have not started. But when you get started, you will find the energy to press on. We just have to get started. And I know some people get started, but they don't complete anything they start. Simply means they don't have discipline. Undisciplined people leave a lot of things undone. And a lot of times you feel you find a lot of undisciplined people complaining about life, complaining about this, complaining about that, when it was their responsibility to get it done. But because they were not disciplined, they didn't have the drive, they didn't have the energy, they didn't get it done. And so people without drive, people without discipline, tend to want to blame others, tend to always have a reason why they did not do it, a reason why they have failed, a reason why it could not happen. Those are undisciplined people, people without drive. So the Bible said, whatever may be your task, work at it heartily from the soul as something done for the Lord and not for men. And so it's important that on our jobs, we are the ones who are recognized as hard workers. We're the ones who be recognized as the innovators. We should never be recognized as the lazy one who come to work late, very rarely on time, very rarely get our projects done. We should never be on that list, but we should be on the list who hand our projects in before the due date. And the projects are done in excellence because when excellence becomes tradition, there is no end to greatness. Amen. Um, the New Living Translation, that particular verse is, work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than for People. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. But if you do what is wrong, you'll be paid back for the wrong you have done. For God has no favorites. <sighs> you know, it's important to understand that God doesn't have favorites. And if you do what's wrong, or if you're not doing what you should be doing, 
Bible said to him that know to do right and do not do it to him it is sin. And so when we have things set out before us and we don't do it, maybe we are in sin. If you know the right thing to do, you refuse to do it. You are actually sinning. Okay? So we, we don't want to be led by sin. The Bible says it's not a faith in the sin. So we don't want to be anywhere near anything that is considered sin. Because if we're sinning, then we are not pleasing our Heavenly Father. Okay? And so when God has plans for us, it simply means God has our success as his plan. Okay? And so success is really accomplishing God's plan for your life. No matter what it is, we're all not called to be preachers. We're all not called to be teachers. We're all not called to be doctors. We're all not called to be engineers. But whatever we are called to do, amen, that we do it heartily. doesn't matter what it is. If you are a if you are an asset to society, what you're doing, then you do it heartily. Do it as unto the Lord. Now, you know, being a thief, being a robber, some people say, well, I could be a thief, I could be a robber, you know, and I'm going to do those things. You can't do that as unto the Lord. <laughs> because you're breaking the law. You're breaking God's law. Amen. The Bible lets us know we were some work what we want to have, not take from others what do not belong to us. You know, a long time ago, I was told by a very wise person, every thief eventually becomes a robber, and every robber eventually becomes a murderer. So we want to make sure that what we're doing, we're doing what is right, and we're working hard at doing the right thing and not the wrong thing. Our desire at the end of life is to hear, well done. Let me say it again. Our desire at the end of our life is to hear, well done. But how can you hear, well done, if you have not done well? Are you driven? Are you driven to read the word? What is your motivation? What makes you do what you do? Some of you, it's your children, it's your family. Whatever it is, your dreams, but do you see yourself working for God even in your chosen profession? You should see yourself, whatever your profession is, you should see yourself working for the Lord in that chosen profession. Your doctor, your lawyer, you work in the office, your administrator, whatever, whatever it is, whatever your chosen profession do it as unto the Lord. Be driven to, to function at the highest level in your chosen profession. All right? Do you like what you do? Hopefully you do. Ask yourself, do you like what you do? Do you like what you're doing? Why did you choose this particular profession? <laughs> Ask yourself. Is it God who influenced you? Is it something that your parents influenced you to do? Is it something that you woke up one morning and you said, you know, I'm going to do this. And then you sought out what was necessary to get to that profession. And that's what you're doing now. And are you still motivated to do it? Are you doing it as unto the Lord? Remember, God does have a plan for your life. And he wants to drive you to be the best that you can 
possibly be. God is not raising up Evie Hermans. I say that all the time. God is not raising up weaklings. Because the Bible said, be strong in the Lord. Be strong. Show strength. You know, as, as men, God said, act like men. <laughs> I don't even talk about that. But act like men. Men ought to act like men. Women ought to act like women. Be strong in who you are. Be confident in who you are. Because God is the one who made you who you are. And he made no mistakes. Amen. God is involved in your life. He's, I say he's more involved than you even realize. And so he's the one who gave you the capacity to do what you do. And, and some of you ask the question, why are some things hard for some people, easy for others, the same particular thing? Well, because God has given you the talent. He has given you gift. For some people, math is very hard. For some people, math is very easy. And those math people um, write in and, you know, maybe very hard for them. And for you, it's easy for you. And so we all have our positives, our negatives, but we must be driven to accomplish to do the things that we set our hand to in our life. You know, the Bible says we ought to be like trees planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in every season. Simply means that we are producing good no matter what time it is, whether winter, summer, spring, fall, we are transitioning, we are adapting to the circumstances, and we are producing in every situation. Why? Because we are, we are rooted, and we are grounded, and we have a drive within us that motivates us to accomplish great things. Truthfully, I want to hear my master say, well done. You know how when you do a project on your job and you're recognized and they say, well done, they may even give you a raise. How does that make you feel? Doesn't that make you feel good? Doesn't that make you feel accomplished that you did something? And, you know, it may make you feel good. And some people may even be jealous of you because they didn't accomplish the same thing. They didn't have your drive. But it certainly makes you feel good. Listen, when you are picked out from among the group because of your drive, it's a good thing. So I pray that if you don't have drive this morning, you Dig deep within to find something that drives you. You have been given the capacity. God gives you the capacity. He gives you the ability. Everything is inside of you. The Bible said he has given us all things that is necessary for life. It's already inside of you. Amen. You have to activate it. You know, like Paul said to Timothy, that the gifts must be stirred up inside of you. Amen. Stirred up. <clears throat> Stir up the greatness inside of you. Stir up the success that is already inside of you. You can do it. Whatever drives you, find out what's going to drive you. Is it something internally, something inter externally? Is it your job? Is it your children? Is it your dreams? Whatever it is. But something must drive you to achieve greatness and not just to meander around mediocrity. God did not call us to be mediocre. He called us to be above 
and never beneath. He called us to be the head and not the tail. That is the word of God for your life. And so I pray that you consider where you are. If you don't have the drive, I pray that that drive will be awakened in you. That you're not just struggling along, but you have turned your struggle into energy and positive movement. Amen. Now understand, just because you're struggling, it doesn't mean you're not moving forward. And some forward movement is through struggling. But you keep on. Keep on crawling until you start walking. And keep on walking till you can start running. And keep on running till you can start sprinting. And keep on sprinting until you could fly. <laughs> Yeah, that means you have reached success. You have figured it out. Amen. And now you're just soaring through success after success. Your plan is working out. You got everything in place. Your drive, amen, is just moving and pushing you. Amen. And as children of God, we should be such. We should be driven to the point that we are seeing success after success. And not just in the secular realm, but also in the kingdom of heaven. Are we driven to do the things that God has called us to do? Are we driven for kingdom work? You know, a lot of us are driven for the secular work, but we have no drive for the things of the kingdom of God. And let me just say this real clear. It's only what you do for the Lord that's going to last. Everything else you do in the earth, well, you, in the earth realm, you will leave behind. And only the things that you do in the kingdom of heaven that you are rewarded for. Amen. So you want to make sure that you're fully rewarded. And when you get to heaven's gate and when you meet your maker, he can look at all that you have done. And he can say, well done, that good and favorite. And that good and, um, oh God, I can't forget the word now. Anyways, he will, he will put a blessing on you. and. He, and you will have a smile on your face because you know that you have done well. Amen. So may God bless you today. And tomorrow I'm going to break drive down to D-R-I-V-E. I'm going to give you a word for each one of those letters and to help to motivate you to get you to the place where you find yourself being motivated, moving, moving forward and doing the things that God has called you to do. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for the day. We thank you for the blessing of every day. We thank you for all that you do, Father. We thank you again for blessing us, for driving us, for moving us. God, we thank you for giving us the energy that we need, the strength that we need. Hallelujah. We give you thanks again. And I pray that this morning, God, as we woke up this morning, that we have connected with you because our energy comes from you. Our drive comes from you. Everything that we have, God, we have received it off your hand. And so we give you thanks. I thank you again, God, for every opportunity, every ability, every capability. And God, thank you for the drive that you have placed inside of us. God, the motivation that you have placed inside of us, the energy that you've given us to bring glory and honor to your name. The Bible says 
that we will reap if we consistently do good works without fainting. So I pray today, God, we will not give up. We will not give in. But Father, we will press on. We will move on knowing that, God, we may face struggles. We may have issues. We may face obstacles and roadblocks. But Jesus, you said you have given us authority to speak to the mountains, our obstacles, our hindrances, and tell those things to be removed from out of our way. And so, Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father, for you've given us authority. You've given us power, God. And it's your word that drives us. It's your words that places us. It's your words that reminds us who we are in you. That we are the head, not the tail. We are the above ones. We're not the ones beneath. That we are more than conquerors. We are victorious. That there's a greater power in us than the power that is in the world. And that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so, Father, I pray, God, that we will consider your words and apply your words to our lives. And, God, that we may move and we may do the things you have called us to do without delay. And, Father, your word also tells us that, God, if we just spend time sleeping, folding of hands, and God, our poverty will show up in our lives if those are the things we're doing. But I pray, Father, that we will not be like the sluggard, but, Father, we will be the ones who are the movers and the shakers in our world and in our society. That, God, we may continue to do good works, that people will see the good works and come to glorify you. I pray, God, that we will emulate you. And, Jesus, you are constantly about your Father's business. God, each and every day you worked hard. The Bible lets us know you went about everywhere doing good. And I pray, God, we will be of that same character and the same mind that was in Christ. I pray that that same mind also be in us. Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We bless your name and we tell you thank you for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.